Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. standing if we can as we turn our attention to the gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 16. Matthew 16 picking up the reading at verse number 13 reading down through verse number 20. You hear the words of the Lord in the New Living Translation. Matthew 16, 13 through 20 says, Jesus replied, plant not. Yeah, want to, matter of fact, I'm in the, I want to make sure I'm in Matthew 16, 13. Oh, yeah, okay, I don't know what I'm getting ready to read. Matthew 16, that when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, some say others say Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah the son of the living God. Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church. And all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then he sternly warned the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. That 18th verse is where we zoom in. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. That's right. That word Petros. Peter, you got it. You got it. You right on it. You right on it. I want to talk in this service built to last. Built to last. Many times you talk about some things or 
made of poor quality. Other things are built to last. If you, if you pay a certain amount for something, you're expecting it to last. You didn't, you didn't. I was down Canal Street in New York. I bought a Gucci watch. And uh, it, 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 it was pretty. I mean, it was a pretty good Gucci watch. Folk, folk would see me other places, and I'd, I'd put my, and they'd oh, that's a nice watch. But it finally stopped, and I took it to the jeweler. As soon as I took it in, the jeweler looked up and almost chuckled. So where'd you get this? Uh, I told him Canal Street. He said, well, you might just throw that in the garbage. Built to last. Now I know some, some of you here, you're not, you're not trying to impress and all of that. You, you made an investment. You made an investment. You felt pretty good when you made it too. I mean, you were excited that you could walk out with it and and you you're admiring yourself now matter of fact some of y'all just thinking about it has a smile on your face because you've added it to your wardrobe but the reality is you want something that is ultimately going to last you don't make you don't make an investment and not want it to last. So other thing that happens when you're making big investments, when you're making big investments, and I'm not going to say what your big investment is, but I will give you a dynamic. When you're making that investment and you start sweating, <laughs> you, you got to take your jacket off. Uh, person said, do you need some water? Yeah, I, I need water. I need a shower. I need more than just water. But you're getting ready to make an investment. Any homeowner in here, when you have to go to closing, and you go in, you go into closing, and you, you know it, you know this is the purchase, you know that, but you have to try to tie it down those last details. And then perhaps might even find out there are going to be some additional expenditures. And you've already felt like I'm already stretched. How am I going to handle this? Built to last. The, the message I preached in the earlier service, I talked about throwing out worry. Throwing it out. I said, I said we were going to give worry its pink slip. And that's what we did in the earlier service. I said, come on. I said, we're going to throw it out. And, and I, I wanted folk to demonstrate how we throw stuff out. Throw it out. Throw it off. Throw it away. Get rid of it. The real message that I want to share with everyone who is in this room and those online is that God gives us what we need to last. 
gives us gives us the road map. He gives us the particulars. Every day, I, if I'm driving, I'm using electronics to make sure I get from point A to point B. Because I don't know what lies between point A and point B. Whether it's been an accident, issue. Some of you use ways like I do. And they will tell you even... Uh, yesterday told me a pothole was coming. Uh, I was glad to get that information so I could make sure I was not in the right, wrong lane. How many of you have run into potholes and it's just ruined your day? And you end up with a flat tire and got to change it. You got to ride around with that little donut thing. And uh, you can't wait until you can make the adjustment. Built to last, lasting, 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 lasting. I will bend, Brother James Brown, but I'm not going to break. I'm going to get back up. I'm going to get back up with strength. The three things we're going to look at in this service, Deacon Smith. Number one, anticipate challenges to your faith. But be assured that you can still be victorious. Expect a challenge, but also I can expect to be victorious. Jesus said, no one takes my life. I've got to lay it down. I've got to lay it down. I'm laying down my life so that we would have eternal life in Christ. You're going to have victory. You're going to have victory. The second thing is, Refuse to be swayed by others in your faith. Others will try to shift you. Others will try to take your confidence away from you. I like Deion Sanders. Deion, they thought that because Deion lost the game or two, that he would lose his gusto. He's still coming. He's still Deion. Still coming in. And, 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 and you look at the reality. And the reality is you need to be a man and a woman of faith. That even when I deal with a challenge, my trust is in God. Now, I was, I was disappointed when Dion lost that game on Friday night. I said, now, I went to bed. I said, I know, I know this thing is a wrap. 29 to nothing at halftime. Amen. Even the comedians were talking about him last night. Amen. Because they said that Dion went home too. They said he went home at halftime. I'm anticipating challenges, but I'm also anticipating victory. I'm not going to let others going to sway my faith. And number three, when you're anchored in the word, you have nothing to prove to anyone else. I'm anchored. I'm anchored in the word. And if you're anchored in the word, you don't have to prove anything to anybody else. You're standing on the promises. I'm not sitting on the premises. I was running yesterday, as I mentioned, in Baltimore. A lady came up to me and she says, I know you. She said, I live in North Carolina. And she did not look like me, but she... She said, I watch you online. He says, I can't believe you're out here running. I said, yeah, I'm running. 
And he said, but I love the message, Bible-believing, Christ-centered, spirit-led. And when I saw that, I said, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a pastor in Landover, Maryland, I watch. We ran, we ran a little while wide together. I started out the race. There was another lady. She was a believer, and she was running next to me, and she was talking about Jesus. Built the last. The word of God, anchored in the word. I'm trusting in God. I'm believing in God. I'm, I'm understanding that no matter how high the mountains or how deep the valleys, I'm thanking God for an anchor. I've been talking the last several weeks about this sense of foundation, foundation. During this month at Highland Park, we are reaching out to friends, relatives, associates, neighbors, what we call frangelism, because we want to give them something that is lasting, not something temporary. You can get a cup of coffee that can give or get one of those high energy drinks. I tried to run a race some more and I tried that five hour energy. I, I, I saw the commercial. I said, let me, I'm going to drink one of those. And I'm going to tell you, and that was the last one I'm drinking. I bet, boy, that thing had me so sick. Now, some of y'all drinking is okay, but my system wasn't used to it. I was, I, <laughs> I said, let me get past this. But I, but I want to say that you can get something that has lasting value, not some temporary stuff, but something that is lasting. First thing I mentioned, anticipate challenges to your faith because, and you can be assured that you're going, you can still be victorious. Anticipate it. Just because you've decided to follow Jesus does not mean that you are going to have a trouble-free life. But what it does mean, when I deal with trouble, I don't have to deal with trouble. Congratulations, Aaron. I know you went church. When I deal with trouble, I will have to understand I can still be victorious. He got married yesterday. Stand up, Aaron. I didn't know you just slipped in here. He got married yesterday. Amen. He's in the, he's a officer in the United States Navy. Graduated from the Naval Academy. Very proud of him. Amen. Anticipate the challenge. But also be assured that you can still be victorious. Victory is yours. Jesus in his conversation with Peter says, your name means rock. I want you to be like your name. I want, you, I want you to represent who you are. And Peter was not ashamed to proclaim relationship because he said, you are the Messiah. You're the one who's going to save me. You're, you're my savior. Now, it's not to say, as I mentioned in the Saturday night worship last night, doesn't mean that Peter lived a perfect life, but at least he knew Jesus. So when I know Jesus, I can call on him. We're going to bless babies in a moment. And I pray that even every person who's here as a godparent, as a connection to that child, make sure you have a relationship with the Lord. As I said many times, it don't need to be a godparent when you don't even know God. 
Now I say to you, you are Peter, which means rock. Now, persons, they've, they, they've discussed this text. Whether Was he talking as Peter as the rock? Was he talking about Jesus as the rock? Is he talking about the fact that if we proclaim Jesus, as Peter did, that that will be our rock? We realize that something is going on. But I understand that upon this rock, I will build my church. And the powers of hell will not conquer it. That does not mean that the powers of hell won't try. You know that the powers of hell can show up in church. Let, I'm, let, I'm, I'm going to come and get you. I'm coming. See, some folks stop going to church because of something that happened in the church. By someone in the church who says they love Jesus. They gossip. They backbite. They come on, come on. Look, I don't want to go too far on that because some... There's, there's somebody might start unclipping your earrings. There might be a brother getting ready to say, hold my coat. I, 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 don't, want you to, I don't want you to flash back too, too far. Because, you know, sometimes you can just start, you can just get mad, stink thinking about stuff. Somebody just right now, you sitting there thinking about who owes you money. I'm going to call him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of this. You are going to come. So don't be surprised when Satan is trying to conquer you. Don't be surprised. Your finances, your health, your family. Don't be surprised. You think you're having a nice crisp to clean life and everything is going right and going good, then the devil can show up. But we're going to rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. We're going to plead the blood because the blood still works. All right. Another thing you need to understand, refuse to be swayed by others. In your faith. It's okay to be a copycat as long as you copy in the right cat. See, some of us are too driven by crowds that are moving in wrong directions. My late mother used to tell me, says, don't follow the crowd. Be confident enough. I talked about this in the early service. I did a sermon out of the book of Joshua, and you can study it, Joshua 1 through 6. You can throw in 7. But it talks about being strong and courageous. I'm anticipating challenges, but I'm also anticipating that I'm not going to have to face the challenge without the power of God. You do know the story of Joshua chapter one. Joshua's being handed the leadership by Mo Moses is now dead. And the message goes to Joshua. He said, you need to be clear. Moses is not getting up. It's now 
on you. There's some people in here right now, both of your parents or people who poured into your life, they have now transitioned. But you stand here today with the seeds planted in your life. Bishop John Bryant called me when my father had passed. And then he's made a statement to me. He says, you're really grown now. <laughs> he said, your dad's gone. Now, Bishop Bryant, of course, his father was a bishop in the African-American church. And Grant, they are, they, they are generationally been bishops. And so, and so, but I realize all the time that seeds have been planted. Thank God for folk who prayed for you. Thank God for those who took you to prayer meeting and Sunday school and worship. Thank God for others who now, as my dad used to like to say, who are in the grandstands cheering you on. Hallelujah. I'm refusing to be swayed by others. You're not going to sway me. Talk about me as much as you want, but you're not going to sway me. Jesus, they said they were, they were in conversation. And, and then, it, of course, in the conversation, it says, who do people say the Son of Man is? Not the ancestry of Philippi. He said, some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Matter of fact, that's a good question to ask people today. Because there's some people who do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah. No, they, they, they're still looking for the Messiah. They're still looking. He's already come. What else does he have to do? He died on a cross, went to a tomb. His tomb is empty. He gets up with all power. He's alive. That's why, that's why when you come into worship and folk are running around in here and giving God praise, sometimes we got to take a praise break like that and just, I'm just going to think about the goodness of the Lord. Think about what the Lord has brought me through. What he's doing in my life. Who do you say? I am. Simon Peter said, I know who you are. You're the Messiah. The son of the living God. Simon Peter said, y'all can say who what y'all want to say but I know who you are. And you ought to know who Jesus is in your life. Built to last. Built to come through the storm. That's why they say they build some buildings and they build them with a sway in it. Because they build it that it's going to anticipate wind. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's, I'm, I'm predicting that it's gonna come, but when it comes, all I'm gonna do is sway. But I'm coming back. Come on, somebody. Somebody's in here right now. You've been hit by, the, by some gut punches, and, but you can just, all you need to do is sway. 
and I'm coming back with strength. Hallelujah. You are, you are, and Jesus looked at him and said, I know who you are too. You know who I am? I know who you are. You're Simon. You're son of John. You're, I know your background. Matter of fact, I, I knew your people before you knew your people. I, I, I knew you before you even knew yourself. And what you're saying right now was not revealed to you by a human, but was revealed to you by spirit. Here it is. Sometimes you could be in church or reading the Bible and you have a moment. And you say, wow, that was for me. Sometimes you come to church and you almost feel like, did somebody t tell the pastor who I was coming? Because these are all up in my business. He knows I'm swaying. I, I walked in here swaying. As a matter of fact, it might not even have been a spiritual sway. Hey, I mean, you know, cannabis is everywhere. I mean, I finished running a marathon yesterday, and I, 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 I walked past and folks, and they went, I, I, I knows the smell. Y'all know it, too. Be looking at me funny. I mean, I, I've seen them. I've seen them. They're getting out of the car. We're leaving the funeral, and, and we're getting out of the car, and, the, and it's like smoke. Cloud. What's, what's that? Cloud nine. Amen. Nothing but a cloud in the car. Now I pray that none of y'all came to church like that. Everything legal doesn't mean it's good for you. It might be legal, but it doesn't mean it's going to be good for you. All right, I'm not... I'm not going to beat up on you. I, I, I want to I love on you because I want to love the hell out of you. Simon, I know who you are. And what you have did not come from a human. It came from God. I don't stand up here and preach weekend after weekend because of me. God has anointed me to do what I do. I have, I have no doubt in my mind that God has anointed me to do what I do. I have no doubt. I mean, if you wake me up in the middle of the night, I could preach a sermon. You say, wake up in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. When you call a, a doctor and I say, and, you're, and you need a doctor to do emergency surgery, I do not need it for that doctor to start reading up on me. I want somebody who can do it. Do it with a suit on. Do it in warm-ups. Do it in my pajamas. I got some nice pajamas, too, but I'm not going to show that. You need to understand, Jesus says, you did not learn this, verse 17, 
from any human being. A human could not have taught you this. And I'm not going to be swayed by others. All right, let me get to this third point. When you're anchored in the word, you have nothing to prove to anyone else. Drop the mic. Nothing to prove. That's why I believe in this text, it says, it says, I want you to understand this. I'm giving you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. 19, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then he comes back after giving the keys. He says sternly, warn the disciples not to tell anyone he was the Messiah. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to tell anybody anything because the light of Jesus shines on its own. And that's why a person is going to summon you. So what, what is your belief? Are you, are, you, are you a Christian? Love Jesus? Yeah, I do. And I do because he first loved me. I do because he died on a cross for me. I do because he can make a way out of no way. I do because I, I can praise him no matter where I am. I don't need Sunday morning to praise him. I got every day, every day with Jesus. Sweeter than the day before. He put clapping in my hands. He put running in my feet. He put joy in my heart. I will bless the Lord. At all times, I will lift up my hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. I'm thanking God that he can make a way out of no way. Because I'm anchored in the word of God. And when you're anchored in the word, something on the inside will work its way to the outside. Then somebody wants to know what's different about you. I, I can tell you what it is. It's the Jesus factor. When Jesus gets a hold of you, he'll give you joy, peace, love, understanding, patience, hope. I'm thanking God for the word of God. Is there anybody here? And you don't mind praising God on a Sunday afternoon? I will praise his name. I will give God the glory. I will lift up my hands. Hallelujah. Every time I turn around, he keeps on and on and on blessing me. Say yeah. Say yeah. Yeah, yeah. Built to last. And that's what God is doing. He's building us to last. Built to last. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, FBHP. Dot org. And remember, 
there's power at the park.